0: Hey, this is Sandy Shepard with the Tantric Web Radio Show, and today we're going to be getting down with some sex facts and information, including a fun game to play with your Jane. up a chair and join us for the Be A Bond Girl podcast, featuring mastermind coach and author of Fempowerment, Unleashing Your Inner Bond Girl, Sandy Shepard. Yep, this podcast is going to be, well, kind of a bunch of facts and how-to's. I'm going to start with some surprising sex facts. I think these facts are important especially for those girls out there who think that sex is just a chore that they have to do and lie back and take it. That would be a shame, but these might change your mind. And then I'm going to talk about kegels and Benoit balls. Vibrators. I'm picking up good vibrations. Yeah I know you don't need to hear me sing. And then lastly I'm going to talk a bit about lubricants. Okay, so I have gathered a number of quotes from various areas, uh, both from my sexology studies and online. Um, A a great place to start, actually, is on realage.com. That's Dr. Roizen and Dr. Oz's website. And if you put orgasm in their search box and then follow through on some of the links, there's some great information that's located there. Um, You also can follow through on some of the articles listed. But I'm just going to give you about a dozen facts. Fact one, gynecologist Dr. Dudley Chapman states that orgasms boost infection fighting cells up to 20% in women. Psychologists at Wilkes University in Pennsylvania found that students who had regular sexual activity had a third higher levels of immunoglobulin A and antibody that boosts the immune system and can help fight colds and flu. Next, The Kinsey Institute's report state that sex reduces stress and people who have fulfilling sex lives are less anxious, less violent, and less hostile. A 1970s Duke University study and a British medical journal article entitled, Sex and Death, Are They Related?, found that the frequency of sexual intercourse for men was associated with lower death rates and that the enjoyment of sexual intercourse by women was associated with a longer life. Dr. Winifred Cutler, a specialist in behavioral endocrinology, reports that women who enjoy regular weekly sex have significantly higher levels of estrogen in their blood than women experiencing either infrequent sex or no sex at all. The benefits of estrogen include a healthy cardiovascular system, lower bad cholesterol, higher good cholesterol, more bone density, and supple skin. There is also growing evidence that estrogen is beneficial to brain function. Another important hormone that seems to be affected by sexual activity is DHEA. Right before orgasm, the level of the hormone DHEA in the body spikes several times higher than normal. DHEA is believed to improve brain function, balance the immune system, help maintain and repair tissue, promote healthy skin, and possibly improve cardiovascular health. Both testosterone and estrogen levels increase through regular sexual activity. Testosterone can help strengthen bones and muscles and is also beneficial to a healthy heart. For women, the health benefits of estrogen also include keeping vaginal tissue suppler and protecting against osteoporosis and heart disease. A study from the South Illinois School of Medicine found that having orgasms can help with migraines. Working with 52 migraine sufferers, 16 reported considerable relief after an orgasm. Another 8 reported that their migraines were completely gone. Orgasm can help treat other types of pain, too. In research by Beverly Whipple and Barry Komisaruk at Rutgers University, women found that they had a higher pain threshold through regular orgasms, which helped with conditions ranging from whiplash to arthritis. According to research done by David Weeks, a clinical neuropsychologist at the Royal Edinburgh Hospital, making love three times a week in a stress-free relationship can make you look 10 years younger. Increasing sex frequency from once a month to at least once a week provides as much happiness as a $50,000 a year raise, according to a paper entitled Money, Sex, and Happiness, an Empirical Study, submitted to the National Bureau of Economic Research, one of the leading organizations in its field. A study headed by Gordon Gallup, a psychologist at the State University of New York, found that semen might help reduce depression in women. According to the study, mood-altering hormones and semen are absorbed through the vagina and are as beneficial to women as antidepressants. Sex burns calories. As noted on Oprah's interview with Carrie McCloskey, who wrote The Ultimate Sex Diet, a good session can burn 200 calories or about equal to 15 minutes of running at maximum effort. And how much more fun. What's next? My goodness. Yes, I'm covering it all. This is the real deal. I found the explicit tab in iTunes, so here we go. Next, we're going to talk for a second about Kegel exercises. Kegels strengthen your pelvic floor muscles. These muscles basically hold your insides in. As we age or have babies, they loosen. If you have any sort of bladder control problem, you should be doing Kegels. So, where to start? Well, basically in the bathroom. When you sit on the toilet to pee, okay, urinate, fine, I'll be clinical, have it your way. Practice stopping the flow two or three times. The muscle that you contract to stop the flow is the pelvic diaphragm muscle we're looking to strengthen. If you can't stop the flow, then you really need these exercises. Do it each and every time that you pee. Once you get your strength up, you'll be able to stop the flow, no problem. Once you can accomplish this, spread your knees wide so that you're really straddling the seat. This will make stopping the flow more difficult. Finally, once you've mastered that, it's time for Wa balls. I know, I know, everyone thinks these are some sort of Japanese sex toy number designed to give women constant orgasms when they walk. Not really. They're basically barbells for Kegel exercises. You could strengthen your bicep by just bringing your hand in and out to your shoulder, but it'll go faster if you put a weight in your hand. So that's the theory here. Benoit balls add weights to your kegels. Start with one Benoit ball and hold it inside of you, squeezing those pelvic floor muscles while you kneel on the floor. If you can, keep holding it and stand up. Is it still in there? Then walk around. Still doing fine? You are so awesome. Do it with two. Of course, if at any point, it or they fall out, that just means that you need a little practice at that level. Tighter you make this muscle, of course, the stronger, the stronger that you can hold on to your James's love muscle, shall we say. This will also give him more pleasure. More importantly, this will give you more pleasure as you control this muscle and contract the walls of, as Oprah would say, your JJ close, close your ears, Oprah, it's vagina (laughs) to Tighten your vagina around him. The internal skin will tighten your outer labia, which will tighten around your clitoris, which is our love button. Kegels mean more sensation. More sensation equals ooh la la. Interestingly, Our local hospital is now passing out Benoit balls to all pregnant women to help them strengthen this muscle in anticipation of labor. Yeah, that's actually true. So start doing those exercises today. Once you get them down, you're sitting on the toilet. You can do them at red lights, in the movies, while you're reading. You get the picture. But that is what kegels are about. That's how to do them. And that's what Benoit balls are all about. Okay, so next, let's talk about vibrators. I'm picking up good vibrations. Yeah, I know. I know. Stop, right? Anyway, what about vibrators? Vibrators are intended to enhance, not to replace, our men. Many people think that using vibrators as, is a solo activity. It doesn't need to be. Believe it or not, one of the top five male fantasies is either watching a woman use a vibrator or using it on her. Seriously. Remember, men are voyeurs. They get turned on by what they see. They like to watch our facial expressions and how our bodies move. Besides that, there are definitely spots in which you can apply a vibrator on your James to help him have a very good time. But the most important reason to purchase a vibrator is to help you achieve better orgasms. By experimenting on yourself, you can explore without performance anxiety and discover what really works for your body. Now... If you've gone through cancer therapy, it's particularly important to use a vibrator. This subject is really tough for doctors. They can read the studies that state that vaginal dilation, which is a dildo or a vibrator, and a dildo is just a vaginal insert that doesn't vibrate. Vibrators vibrate. Anyway, a vaginal dilator can help the lining of the vagina from becoming thickened and scarred during radiation therapy. Doctors can read that. But then if they talk, to a female patient with cancer about how to vibrate her or sensual touch can help her heal. Suddenly her father or her husband is bringing them up on charges. Many women experience sexual dysfunction after cancer therapy. 64% have decreased desire, 42% of arousal disorder, 44% have orgasm disorder, and 38% have pain disorder. This is not surprising since 43% of women without cancer report low sexual desire. So that's what I'm here for. It's time to talk about it. Some women believe that they'll become addicted to a vibrator and won't be able to have an orgasm without one. That's not true. A really good vibrator will help teach your body how to orgasm better, more completely, and faster. Not only that, by using a vibrator, you can experience stimulation from three different areas at once. The clitoris, the vaginal opening, and deep inside where your G-spot is located. With that much stimulation controlled by you, you don't have to think so hard about reaching orgasm. You just let it happen. By practicing with a vibrator, you'll learn how to move on top or under your James to achieve these same sensations. Now, if he uses it on you, watching your reactions will teach him just how important stimulation is to you in certain areas so he can learn how better to move inside of you. There are a lot of different types of vibrators. It's important to find one that's going to work for you. I've actually done seminars where I bring these vibrators and have women handle them. And what you want to do is test that vibrator on a very sensitive area, like, for example, the tip of your nose, and decide what appeals to you. As a general overview, I'd say that a first vibrator should be soft, not a hard plastic one. And uh, one thing to remember is if you get a silicone one, you have to be really careful not to put it next to other sex toys or to put it next to metal because the silicone can melt. You have to treat your vibrators very carefully. As an end to this little tidbit on vibrators, and I can go into how to store your vibrators and stuff. Y'all just have to write me and tell me if you want it. I'll give you a quote by Sark from the book Succulent Wild Woman. She says, home is where I plug in my vibrator. Now, the last subject in this factual podcast, I guess we'll call it, is lubrication. I'm done full of songs tonight. Maybe think of that Paul Simon song, Slip Sliding Away. Yeah, I know, I'm such a goofball. Anyway, most women need extra lubrication, and gynecologists recommend that all women keep lubricant handy. But the most typical reason is one you might not think of. It's dehydration. Nearly 75% of women are chronically dehydrated, which means our bodies are forced to make tough choices. Vaginal lubrication is the least necessary fluid we have. So it is the first one to be sacrificed by our body. Our bodies would rather have lubrication in our eyes and in our mouths than down there. So as if that's not bad enough, we further deplete our vaginal juices by drinking alcohol. By chemotherapy, caffeine, too much salt or fat, um, lots of drugs will deplete it like birth control pills or antidepressants, some antibiotics, um, pregnancy, breastfeeding, then just emotions that have a drug-like effect like PMS or depression or anxiety, fear, all of those will um, deplete your vaginal juices, menopause, inadequate foreplay, we all know that. Things like ceiling fans or having sex in water, that will absolutely dry you up. Now, bedroom toys, some sexual positions, condoms, marathon sex, all those things just require lots and lots of lubrication. But in all honesty, the most important reason to always use lubricant is it will help decrease performance anxiety. Seriously, think about it. Men often believe that if a woman is not wet down there, oh my God, I can't believe I talk about this stuff sometimes, they're, they're not doing it for their, for their woman. You know, hey, baby, don't I turn you on anymore? I mean, you know, come on. I think men believe it's supposed to be an instantaneous gusher as soon as we see them, like the girls in those X-rated movies. But if you have any of the issues that I was just talking about, drinking alcohol, caffeine, and... <laughs> fear pregnancy taking drugs any of those things or even if you are lying down where that little bit of lubrication you make has to work its way down inside of you sideways against gravity having to worry about your lubrication is enough to turn you off using a lubricant every time can help you have fun and enjoy without worrying about producing so to say becomes a habit Lubricants are also a great way to cut down on infection, actually, because having sex without enough lubrication can cause chafing, ouch, which can open up your sensitive parts to bacteria. Yeah. So if you get chafed inside, you can heal with a scar, which makes you less sensitive. Yes, that really happens. So I guess the final thing also is that anytime you use lubricant, you're going to feel more by being more sensitive, because lubricant helps you to be more sensitive, opens up, you're not gonna scar if you have chafing, you can get to the big O, and I don't mean Oprah, faster. Yes, O for orgasm. That's what we're really here for. Let me end this podcast with something a little bit more fun than dry facts are. After lubrication, does that make them wet facts? My God, I am in some mood today, I swear. When I've taught advanced sexual secrets classes, I include tricks for my advanced Bond girls. There's actually never so much fun as when a dozen or so Bond girls are learning tricks and planning to take them home to their Jameses. Let me tell you. The first trick that I teach women in the class is actually to plan on this game with their James, especially if it's an older relationship where they're looking for something new. Now, as I'm going to talk about in the next podcast, which I think will be my final one on the subject, are you breathing a sigh of relief? A woman's number one sense is, what do you think out of the five senses? What's a woman's number one sense? It's touch. And a man's number one sense? It's sight. And not only that, as we know from previous podcasts, men love to have goals. So what's an easy game that you can play that will take advantage of you wanting touch, him wanting sight, him loving to have goals, and that can be sensational for everybody. What you want to do is you want to take any sensual, tasty flavoring that will melt into your skin without a trace. And secretly apply it to four places on your body when you're getting prepared, which we will actually talk about in the next podcast. The key to this is that if you're going to be putting this in certain areas of your body, you certainly don't want to have anything that's got sugar in it, which can attract bacteria. I happen to use passion powder that I get from a company called Passion Parties. But you can pick whatever you like. It's got a chocolate raspberry flavor. Very nice. So after you've applied this to four places on your body and he can't see it because it's melted in, tell your James it's in five places and it's his goal to find them all. Now we all know how men love goals. Tell him that he can only use his tongue. Ooh. And he has to find all five of those places before anything else happens. Now, Put it in spots it doesn't normally go for. Maybe the inside of your ankle, or the back of your knee, or the nape of your neck. What then? Blindfold your gorgeous Bond girl self. Lie down, get comfy, and tell your James to go slow, baby. Why the blindfold? Yeah, a blindfold. Because if you are blindfolded, he gets permission to just stare at your luscious body, which he adores. And you know, when we are stared at, even if we are feeling hot, we start thinking, whoa, I wonder if you can see my back fat. I, I can see you nodding and laughing. I see you. I see you nodding. So if you're blindfolded, you get to let him stare, which is exercising his number one sense, which is sight. He has a goal to find those spots. When he finds one, Your job is to moan and groan and let him know what a good job he's doing. Remember, you're putting in spots that he might normally not go to. So this is a good way to get him to think, hmm, she sure likes that spot. And he won't forget that one next time, that's for sure. He'll be touching you all over your number one sense. And remember, you put it in four places and told him that it was in five. So he keeps searching and searching and licking and licking. And when you're ready, you can just whisper to him, you know, and then of course say his name, like we said in a previous podcast, you know, James, let's find that last one next time. This is a great game. It's easy. It works for both sexes, and it plays on each of your strengths. So I think I'm going to leave you with that. My next podcast is going to be the last one in the Sex and Sensuality series, unless you all have any questions you want me to answer. So until that time, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Bye! Bond Girl is neither affiliated with nor endorsed by Eon Productions, Sony Pictures Entertainment, MGM Studios, or United Artists. This podcast is copyright 2008 by Double Productions. All rights reserved. Fempowerment and Fempower are registered trademarks of Double Productions. For more information, visit beabondgirl.com. Our goal: to build a better world, one Bond Girl at a time.